It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast brought to you today by MyBookie. And we're just going to jump right into it because we've got big news out of Carolina. Uh, A big loss, but uh, certainly uh, a special moment here, a chance to show some gratitude and pay a little bit of tribute as Julius Peppers has announced his retirement from the NFL after 17 seasons. Ten seasons with the Panthers, four seasons with the Bears, and three seasons with the Green Bay Packers. So, long time, really one of the greatest Panthers, not not just one of the greatest Panthers defensive ends of all time, but one of the greatest defensive ends of all time. Uh, he finishes his career with 159 and a half career sacks. That of course is third or fourth all time on the career sack list. The only people ahead of him are Bruce Smith, Reggie White, and Kevin Green. And oh by the way, all three of those guys are Hall of Famers and I would venture to guess that Julius Peppers at some point within the next five to ten years, if, if it takes that long, uh, obviously at least five, but uh, probably not long after, Julius Peppers will hear his name in or hear his name being announced to head to Canton. Uh, just looking at the Looking at the numbers, uh, it's just amazing. Um, you know, getting this from his bio on, on the Panthers site, but th- these numbers are just all impressive. Again, fourth all-time in NFL history with 159, 159 and a half career sacks. Only player in NFL history with 150 sacks and 10 interceptions. 21 career fumble rec- opponent fumble recoveries. That was the most among active players. Uh, 51 career forced fumbles. That's second in the NFL since 2000. 11 career interceptions is second all-time for defensive ends. 10 seasons of double-digit sacks, including 2017 where he had 11 sacks. This season, of course, he had 5 sacks. Uh, 13 blocked kicks. That was, that was most among active players. Uh, And for a player like him, that's, that's impressive as well. Uh, six career defensive touchdowns, which was tied for most among active defensive linemen and linebackers. Uh, 82 career pass deflections, which was the most since he was drafted in 2002. Uh, 200, 266 career games he played in. That is sixth all-time among defensive players. Played in 176 
consecutive regular season games, which was the second longest active streak behind Phillip Rivers, and nine Pro Bowl selections. And if you look at the... And then they move on to the postseason rankings. 18 career postseason games is tied for fifth most all-time. Six and a half career postseason sacks is tied for se- was tied for seventh among active players. And then his franchise numbers. 97 career sacks for the Panthers. That's number one all-time for Carolina. All-time leader in forced fumbles with 34 and blocked field goals with eight. Ten opponent fumble recoveries is tied for second in franchise history. Tied for third all-time in defensive touchdowns with three. Uh, 143 interception return yards in 2004. That was the second most in one season. And he holds the Panthers record for the longest interception return in a game with a 97-yard return against the Broncos in 2004. And in franchise postseason rankings, he's tied for the most career postseason starts with nine in franchise history and tied for third in most career postseason games played with nine. He was a... He was a... He was the Defensive Rookie of the Year in 2002. He's a three-time AP first-team All-Pro. He was also named the second-team All-Pro three times. A member of the All-Decades team of the 2000s. And it would not be surprising at all to see him make the All-Decade team for the 2010s. As I mentioned before, nine career Pro Bowl selections... Uh, Four-time NFC Defensive Player of the Month and five-time NFC Defensive Player of the Week. So, I mean, I mean, the numbers speak for themselves. If you want to total everything up, you know, look at all the numbers. So, uh, let's we'll break it down by team first. So, in his 10-year career with Carolina, again, 154 games played with 133 starts. Again, this is across... Ten seasons, six interceptions for 177 yards, two touchdowns, including that 97-yard return back in 2004, 50 passes defended, uh, 34 forced fumbles, 10 fumble recoveries, including one fumble return for a touchdown, 97 career sacks. He never had a season, or he only had one season of fewer than five sacks. That was 2007 when he only registered two and a half sacks. But every other season was at least five sacks, and his five sacks this season were his lowest. He hadn't had less than seven since that 07 season. Uh, But 97 career sacks, 436 total tackles, and 107 tackles for a loss, and 89 quarterback hits. Uh, and of course, he also played 64 games, started all, started every regular season game in four years with the Bears, and registered three interceptions, 
Three interceptions, ten forced fumbles, seven fumble recoveries. Returned one of them for a touchdown as well. 37 and a half sacks as a bear, 175 tackles, uh, 47 tackles for a loss, 52 quarterback hits. And then in three years with the Packers, played in 48 games, started 43 of them. Two interceptions, actually returned both of them for a touchdown. Eight forced fumbles, four fumble recoveries, 25 sacks as a Packer, 113 tackles, 21 tackles for a loss. So in total, 266 career games played, started 240 of them, 11 interceptions, four of them returned for a touchdown, 82 passes defended, 52 forced fumbles, 21 fumble recoveries, returning two of them for touchdowns. Again, 159 and a half career sacks, fourth all-time in the NFL. 724 total tackles, 175 tackles for a loss, and 186 quarterback hits. And if you look at the numbers in the playoffs, again, he played nine postseason games for the Panthers in four playoff appearances. One interception, four passes defended, two sacks, 24 tackles, five tackles for a loss. He played in seven postseason games with the Packers. Uh, so, you know, each of the three seasons he was with the Packers, they made the playoffs. Seven games, two passes defended, two forced fumbles, four and a half sacks, 21 tackles, five tackles for a loss. And then he did make one postseason appearance in Chicago. That was 2010. Played in two games, uh, registered four tackles and one tackle for loss. Uh, I, I mean, like I said, the, the the numbers simply speak for themselves. You know, he, he he's a sure fit. He might even be a for you know. I, I said earlier, uh, within the next five to ten years. The more I think about it, I wouldn't be surprised if he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. I mean, again, let's face it. One, one of the greatest, one of the greatest defensive ends in NFL history. There, there's no doubt about it. He is up there with the likes of Reggie White and Bruce Smith and all them. There, there is no doubt that Julius Peppers is up there with the, with the best of them. And even just the way he just continued to produce, even at his age, you know, even still recording five sacks this season for a player that was 38 years old is just ridiculously impressive. I mean, he played, he played in all 16 games and started eight of them this season. Five sacks and 22 tackles, six tackles for a loss. At 38 years old, I mean, there's and and this is and we know this is a grueling position, the defensive end position, and he still performed the way he did at this age. Just un unbelievable, and it's obviously been a joy, and it's just amazing to think that it was 17 seasons that. 
Julius Peppers was in the league. I mean, I, I was flicking channels the other day, and it was either ESPN Classic or the NFL Network was showing a Pro Bowl from like 10, 12 years ago, something like that, and Julius Peppers was playing in it. And it just made you stop and think for a second, like, wow, it's it's amazing how long Julius Peppers, for you know, a player of his caliber at that kind of position, how long he's been able to do what he did. And it's it was a joy to watch him, and obviously, it's a uh, it's going to be sad to see him go, but you know, this is definitely a time to celebrate what Julius Peppers was not, not just as a football player, but what he did for, for the city of Charlotte and for Panthers nation. I mean, we obviously the Panthers are a quote unquote young franchise, you know, and you know what I mean by that is, you know, we, we know they've, it's only been about not even 25 years that uh, the Panthers have been in the NFL. So there really hasn't been a lot of time for the Panthers to have players that are so highly regarded as Julius Peppers. I mean, the only other players really, would, you know, a couple that come to mind are obviously Steve Smith, Thomas Davis, Luke Keekley. Uh, you know, you know, and a couple others. Obviously, Jake DeLome led them on that Super Bowl run all those years ago. But there's just something about Julius Peppers that you could argue makes him the cream of the crop. And not having him around on the field is definitely going to be definitely going to be a big void to fill. Again, not just his on-field production, but his off-field production. But uh, there, there's no doubt. That we, we wish him all the best, and I'm sure he'll pop up. You know, maybe he pops up as like an analyst somewhere. You know, may, maybe we see him. I mean, there, there's not many days left, but you know, maybe a snap. Maybe NFL Network snatches him up in the next couple days to help talk about the Super Bowl. But again, just just an awesome opportunity to have been able to watch Julius Peppers all these years, and I mean, he never wavered. You know, after he moved on from Carolina the first time, you know, when he left as a free agent and signed with Chicago, he never wavered. He was still as dominant of a player as he was, and then he still found his way back to Carolina in 2017. And then it was if it was if it was is if boy, that's a tongue twister. <laughs> oh my goodness! But we're not any first take, baby. It was as if he never left, you know, even after being away for seven seasons, it was as if he left for work one day in, in the morning and came back at night and the Panthers welcomed him back with open arms. And again, 2017, 11 sacks that season playing in all 16 games. I mean, that that's, this is another imp- impressive number from, from Pepper's career as far as kind of his longevity. Peppers did not miss a game in 11 years. From starting in 2008, starting at the start of the 2008 season, all the way through. So in 
11 se- the last 11 seasons, Julius Peppers did not miss a game. The, the last time he did not play a full 16-game season was 2007. And another note on that, in all these years, in all 17 seasons in the NFL, there was only two seasons, two out of 17, that Julius Peppers did not play all 16 games. That was 2007 and his rookie year of 2002. And even in 2002, he still played 12 games as a rookie, and he started all 12. So, I mean, that, that is impressive. Again, the only at the time, the only other active player that had a longer consecutive game streak than Peppers was Phillip Rivers. I mean, that just in and of itself is an impressive feat to go 11 consecutive seasons without missing a game and 15 out of 17 seasons playing all 16 games. That is amazing. It is absolutely amazing. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So before I kind of wrap up this little tribute to Julius Peppers, I, of course, got to give a shout out to our friends over at MyBookie. You know, ever since I started doing this podcast, you know, people are always wondering, you know, people sometimes ask me, who do I like in some of these games and who would I bet on now? You know, I'm not the biggest better, but... uh, I do know if I ever were to start betting on on games, the one side I definitely would check out would absolutely be my bookie. Because remember, who you bet on is just as important as who you're betting with, and that's why I always tell people to bet with my bookie because they're your best bet, especially with the Super Bowl coming. All the all the prop bets they've got them. Uh, they've been in business for years. You know they're excellent. They have excellent reviews, and their site and their mobile site is just so easy to use. So lay down some cash and win big today. Again, I would only recommend a service that's been good to me, and my bookie has been more than good to me and all of us here at the network. Remember, they have live in-game betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business, uh, fantasy points over-under, and again, with the Super Bowl, uh, big time to do that. So again, go uh, just join now, and my bookie matches your deposit dollar for dollar. Use the promo code Locked On to activate the offer. So that's M Y B O O K I E. Promo code Locked On when creating your account to claim your bonus. My bookie, you play, you win, you get paid. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. 
They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. So, kind of in conclusion, you know, it's just, I mean, I, we can go on for hours, really, talking about the greatness of Julius Peppers, but, uh, you know, trying to condense it a little bit, it's definitely not easy, but I think we've, like I said, I, I we've run through the numbers. We've run through where he ranks in some categories. The numbers speak for themselves. Like I said earlier, I said within five to ten years, I think he'll be a Hall of Famer. I, I'm going to change that. I, I will say right now, Julius Peppers will be a first ballot Hall of Famer. So that would be 2000 and I guess 2024 would be when he is first eligible for the Hall of Fame. But whatever, what 2024, 25. You know, whatever it would be, I, I think he, sh- I think he should be a first ballot Hall of Famer. And speaking of uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame, we know that they're very close to revealing this year's class, so might as well mention that for for fun. Uh, so if you are keeping tabs on that, I'll just run through the names of the finalists for this year's Hall of Fame. They are Steve Atwater, Champ Bailey, Pat Bolin, Gil Brandt, and those two are the uh, contributor nominees. Tony Baselli, Isaac Bruce, Don Coryell, Alan Fanica, Tom Flores, Tony Gonzalez, Steve Hutchinson, Edron James, Ty Law, John Lynch, Kevin Mawai, Ed Reed, uh, senior nominee Johnny Robinson and Richard Seymour. Those are your f- finalists for the Hall of Fame, which should be announced, I believe, tomorrow at the NFL Honors. So not, so not really any players with uh, Panthers connections there, but certainly some big names. We, know, you figure, Tony Gonzalez and Ed Reed should be locks for the Hall of Fame. Well, it'll be interesting to see who else they bring in. So that that'll that'll do it here. Uh, I'll come back with my Super Bowl pick. I think we'll touch on the Super Bowl real quick, but I think it was only fitting to pretty much focus on Julius Peppers here after he announced his retirement. So again, all the best to Julius Peppers. And so with that, we'll wrap it up here. I want to thank you guys, as always, for listening. Really do appreciate it. Uh, remember to follow me on Twitter, at Bill underscore Setti. That's R-I-C-C-E-T-T-E. Follow the podcast on uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, however you listen. And, of course, if you have your smart speaker, you can tell it to play podcast and then just choose whatever podcast you want to listen to. So... One more time, happy retirement, Julius Peppers. And with that, we'll see you next time right here on LOP. 
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.